And I'm actually going to get right into it. And you really want to know how. You know, how can I blaze my own path? Uh, how can I be successful? Um, how can I follow the path that someone else has laid for me to be successful? For me to be successful. Sitting on deuces while the blunt burn. Still raping rap music because I want more. All money in, yeah, it's just us four. It's just copy, it's just hoggy, it's just rap hoggy. It's just Adam, it's just Black Sam and both the fast. Where your 600 bands, where your rovers at? Where your Cuban links, nigga, where your rollies at? Where your big. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Pay the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life Look, I'm married to this gang, that's who I made my wife We're back <laughs> This is the first Wednesday groove, beautiful people of April Yes, Pop Father, what's going on, what's happening, how you feeling over there on your end? I'm feeling fine, feeling great Come on, I hear it I'm feeling great, I'm feeling good Feeling groovy Oh. <laughs> I can dig it, my brother. Yes, yes. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. good. I did just ask you that, didn't I? That's fine. I'll, I'll answer it twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't ask you this. How you week been thus far? It's been good. It's uh definitely had. Oh, I can. Uh, poof. Here you go. So. You ever been in a space where you've done it? Well, I guess they have a song about this one. You've done all you can. All you do is just stand. I'm at that. Uh -huh. <laughs> they do have a song. Yeah. They, they have, yeah, it just came to me when I was. Who was that? Yolanda Adams? I, it might be. Wait a minute. It might be. Uh oh, wait a minute. Well, as you were saying, I don't, I don't want to throw the wrong <laughs> artist with the wrong with the. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No worries, um, and we can look it up and, and come back with it with the, <laughs> with the right answer later. But no, I, I'm just at a point where, um, the irons in the fire, the seeds have been planted, mm -hmm. um, the, mm -hmm. the the plays have been made, and you really just gotta wait. You gotta be at a moment where you can just be. Patient, you have to be patient. There's nothing, and I remember yeah. listening to something, and they and they they described it like this. They said, you know, when when a woman is, you can't rush the pregnancy, or you know, the baby will. This is true. Well, you you'll injure the baby, or the baby may be aborted. Mm -hmm. Right, and I think a lot of our quote unquote blessings are like that. Mm. You know, where we trying to rush the process um yeah we've done everything that we needed to do that was required of us to do and all we need to do at this moment is just is just stand and be patient yeah that thing talk though man it, it really is because you're so Ooh, excited you're so anxious you're so ready to get moving and grooving <laughs> come on yeah you know, the, the quote wins the groove but um <laughs> it's just so important also to get rest yeah during this time period to to realign yourself with, with what's to come um to do the administrative work that you need to do to get caught up on stuff 
mm-hmm. um th- things of that nature so that's that's where i'm at right now i'm at i'm at that moment of patience yeah and we we talked a little bit about that a couple of months ago you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and we are definitely both in that in that place right now of just trying you know trying our very best to just sit back and chill you know and um you know I've shared with you before patience has always been a struggle for me but you know in the midst of, of all this that's been happening in my world these last few years I have I've mastered being patient uh a little better than I think I ever have and um so I definitely I I feel you because you get to a place, man, where you're just like, okay, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, how much more longer do I have to wait? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think what what keeps us, Chris, on that path of continuing to trust the process is the 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 blessings that we are blessed with. You know, mm-hmm. uh, quite often. And so for me, it's like, okay, I know God still hit me. I know God still, you know, he's still right there with me. Mm-hmm. And he got my back. You know, and uh, so I, I I, feel you. I said all that to say, I, I feel you. Uh, no, I mean, this This is what we're here to do. we here to motivate the people with what? Positive conversations and? Positive vibrations. There you go. There it is. I had to make sure I remember. I had to. I've been sipping a little bit, so you know I had. To... <laughs> like I said, as always, my quiet sister, I got your back, so no, no worries there. I appreciate you, sir. But uh, sipping, uh, speaking of sipping, mm, what are you sipping over there? I got me an old A and W root beer. Now I remember. Hold up. Mm-hmm. I remember a few episodes ago, you said you just kind of had one in the fridge. You know, you kind of tried to come off uh, like you didn't know where it came from. You didn't know. Well, I that. tell is you, that a, then, is that an addiction for you? No, no, no. Every now and then, you know, Pogo, uh, Publix get me with the with the old Bogo. That, okay, they sure will. That's why I stay out of there. That's why I stay out of there, honey. Because you'll find yourself buying more than what you, you know, had planned on. Facts. You walk through them doors. But you know something? You'll never go wrong buying food. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's You'll never go wrong that. buying food. You know, you cook for yourself. And um, when I buy, <clears throat> if I feel like I have more than enough, which is what I'm basically saying, you can never have more than enough food sustenance for your body. That's true. You know, I cook. I cook more. You know, that means I can. I take my lunch and I have more control. Which you know, I did that for a while, and and I actually found myself in a surplus. You know, making sure I took my lunch every day, um, mm-hmm. versus versus going out to to lunch. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I remember root beers. I used to like root beers, but honestly, I haven't had a soda. And oh my God, probably over two years. Good for you. Yeah. Now I will say I've been I've been slacking, you know, in the junk food uh department. But on this on this journey of, you know, eating better, you know, really trying to eat better and do better, 
Um, mm-hmm. I can say I have stayed away from soda, so I can pat myself on the back for that one. Uh, but that sounds real good, though, that root beer. I remember what it tastes like. You know what's funny about root beer? And I just, when you when you said I remember what it tastes like, root beer, <laughs> root beer tastes like licorice, and I absolutely hate licorice. Oh, for real? <laughs> Which, uh, I can't stand licorice. Oh, my gosh. I hate, I, li, li, listen, candy corn and licorice, to me, are the worst what? candies in the world. I like candy corn. I haven't had it in a while, though. Mm-mm. But it's straight. Mm-mm. Ain't your cup Mm-mm. of tea. Not at all. Not my cup of tea and damn sure not my cup of candy. Come on. <laughs> I hear you. Well, I'm sipping on uh, tonight, uh, which probably isn't much of a surprise to anybody listening. Uh, <laughs> it's a little wine. I'm on my red wines tonight. This is uh, Yellowtail uh, Sweet Red. That's what I'm on tonight. Well, let me tell you, since you saying you stay out of Publix, if you go down that wine aisle at Publix, uh-huh. they have a lot of their selections on the BOGO, too. Shut your mouth. Nah, I will tell you no lies. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and I actually just poured my last. This, that was the last of the last. This is my second glass for the night, and that was the last. So I will have to pick me up a new bottle tomorrow. So maybe I'll check out Publix and, and get two. You know, go see the people. Go go see the people we're shopping is a pleasure. Now, I know when I when, when I went up and through there, you know they had uh, they had uh, they had yellowtail on sale, and I actually grabbed me. Um, I grabbed a moscato and what was it? Uh, I got a moscato and a merlot. Okay, okay. Yeah. Have you ever had their sangria? No, but I heard you uh, talking t- about that on your yeah, last podcast. That's really with, good. With, yeah. That's quite nice. So I might have to pick up the sangria. Yeah, check it on that now. The next time. Yes. Put in the freezer for a little bit. Let it get a little chill. Oh, yeah. Yes. So we, um, oh, I didn't share how my week was thus far. You, you did not? I just asked you and, and kept it moving. But my week has been, you know, like any other week, blessed and groovy, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm really focusing on really trying to find the positives in every situation. And, mm. um, you know, this past weekend, for those of you who don't know, uh, that are tuned in, I have been without a vehicle since October. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, it's it's been that long. You know, I actually forgot. <laughs> I had to go back and, and, and check my calendar, but yeah, it's been since mid or late October. And um, so we actually did a little car shopping this past weekend, which was, it was pretty cool. You know, we, and I say we, because the girls have decided to, um, they want to help me in this process with them working, you know, they want to help towards a down payment and everything. Um, oh wow look at that yeah and now that Kayla is 19 you know we said we'll do this thing together you know and help her build some credit up too at the same time so Lexi was at work Saturday 
And uh, I think I told you, well, the last time we spoke, I was in the rental car, but I'm still in the rental car. And mm-hmm. uh, this has been week two for me. So we actually went uh, this past Saturday and, you know, looked at a few cars and um, we actually got approved. Uh, there's a few things that we need to take care of, but we're going back in a week. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Lord's willing, we'll be driving off that lot with something. But um, I was just truly grateful. We spent all day there. And anybody who knows, you know, you go car shopping, it's, it's really not an in and out process. And uh, I was just truly grateful because it was definitely a situation where I said, I know God got me. You know, God knows our situation and he got us. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell Kayla, you know, even though we didn't leave, you know, we we, we didn't leave to run a car here. <laughs> Uh, we didn't leave with anything, but, um, it's okay. It's okay. We still were blessed on today, you know, cause you can't get nothing if you don't get approved. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't understand, um, what you meant by <laughs> leave the rental car. Oh, well, what, <laughs> you know, but I thought, I thought about I was, that after I said I was like, okay, you, you, you traded in with your... <laughs> <laughs> I said, boy, listen, well, let, let me, me know how let me know how that one work out. Have mercy. Let me break it down for you. I thought about it after I said it too. So <laughs> we're renting the car through Enterprise. And I didn't know that Enterprise has a option to finance. They oh. have a sales department. And so okay. last Thursday I went to return the car. And on the Mm -hmm. way there, Kayla was telling me her schedule. And then I got to thinking about it between her and Lexi and and lifts. Um, I was like, you know what? It probably would be cheaper or it might come out, you know, equally to just keep the car financially. So I decided to keep it. So when I went in and said, you know, I want to extend it for another week. um, I said, I'm not sure if it was Enterprise or another, you know, rent a car website I went to. But do you all have a uh, option to buy and he said yeah so he took down my information they didn't do it there in that location he took down my information Um, by the time I left there and got home which was probably about a 12 13 minute ride as soon as I pulled up to the house somebody had him hit my phone Mm. and I went ahead and for Saturday so when I tell you between last Thursday and Saturday morning I was like oh you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous. Because you see, before, you know, the situation with the car I was in that I'm no longer in, and for those mm-hmm. of you who have listened to my episode about, you know, this season that I'm in, then you, you, you know where I'm going with this. But um, I didn't have a payment. The car that I had before then was a was an escape. O2 escape mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken and I bought it cash so I had that car for like 8 years so I didn't have a payment Um, so you know this whole car shopping but you know what I take that back Chris I take that back about a year and some change ago I had gotten into another car when I got out of my brother's car the first time mm-hmm. That's a bit of a story, y'all. God, dog. Oof. <laughs> I went car shopping and got a car. I had it for about a month. It was a Toyota Scion. 
um, and end up having to get out of that car and ended up back in my brother's car, um, which that's another long story. So anywho, that was about a year and some change ago. So I guess I can say that I have experienced the whole car shopping thing before this past, uh, this, this past Saturday, but, um, you know, Saturday just really taught me that really, no matter what it looks like, I'm straight. I'm good. Yes. That was, that was like really confirmation. So we're excited, you know, and, um, yeah, I, I told the girls, you know, we had Lexi actually came up with the plan for us to save for the next few months. And I, I told him, I said, look, God said, yeah, I see y'all plan, but I got another plan for you. <laughs> OK. Great job. Gold star. Pat on the back to y'all for, you know what I'm saying? For committing to, you know, as a team committing to this goal. But I got something else in mind. Let me show you what I'm working with. So, yeah, that was a great start to um, to this week. And it, it definitely gave me an extra little boost of, of motivation this week. It really did. It really did. So, yeah, thus far, my week has been beautiful, groovy, and blessed. You just blessed me with that story. Come on. I mean, you really <laughs> did. You really did. Um, and I think this is, you know, <clears throat> why it's important to share our stories, to share our trials and our triumphs, mm -hmm. because I think, you know, we, we all have a tendency to internalize everything that happens oh, to yeah. us in life as it, oh, a woe is me, you know? And as soon as you pick your head up and you share your story, you find out that someone is going through, something similar similar yep or sometimes something more you know more challenging yeah yeah um and, and then sometimes it's just good to share that story with somebody for with some support amen some support amen but no yeah you just blessed me with that one i i, I really appreciate you sharing that with us <laughs> yeah man yeah this um you know this the season has been a bit of a challenge but when I tell you I have grown so much as a, as an individual, as a, as a person, as a mother. Um, and again, you know, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. I'm just, I'm truly grateful. I'm truly grateful. So it's becoming a little bit more easier for me to share certain things, but I'm also understanding that there's a certain time, you know, and I think when it comes to social media, we get so caught up in, in wanting to share everything um, I've learned that everything doesn't have to be shared right in that moment. You know, well, yeah, it, because because people want to share in the middle of, uh, and I was sharing this with my aunt earlier. It's you you probably have heard Blanchard and I say this before, where I say it's the difference between fact and feelings. Uh huh. Yeah. And when people sharing stuff on social media during the midst of their storms, they they still in their feelings. Amen. The fact of the matter is the storm has yet to pass. The trial is yet to, you know, end. So you can share that stuff. But when, when I'm going through stuff like that, I well, nine times out of 10, I don't share that kind of stuff on social media <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
but I do have my I do have my family. I do have my friends. I have my prayer group. I have, you know, uh, my constituents where I share that information with. But um, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that too because there was a young lady that I uh, checked out her Facebook Live this morning. She actually went to school with me and Drea. Her name is Michelle. She has a women's group. She has two women's group uh, called Sistering and Left Hand uh, Left Hand Crew or something. Oh Lord, I, I I don't remember. But it's Left Hand. But it's for it's for women who are engaged and married. Um, but she did a a Facebook Live this morning talking about uh, social media and the things that we share and. She mentioned how a lot of times people will get caught up in the sharing part. And like you just mentioned, you're still in the midst of dealing with that mm-hmm. or you haven't dealt with it. You just go straight to social media to somewhat kind of deal with it. But you haven't personally dealt with that. And when you have put yourself in that type of situation, then you're faced with dealing with all the comments and, and things um, versus either talking about it with someone who's close to you family, friends, you know, i.e. And, and really dealing with that thing on your own. But some of us just go straight to social media, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like it's a, it's a time um, and a place and a space to share certain things about, you know, my journey. And I think, um, like I said, what makes it easier is because I'm dealing. I'm. I'm. I'm dealing and have dealt with these things, and at the same time, I, I ask God to use me, and so this is one of the ways that He uses me. You know, I don't know who I'm blessing with what I show. You know, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. So, anywho, that's how my week went. Uh, that's how my week has been going uh, thus far. But uh, you know, we we brought in. Uh, this week's episode of Wednesday Groove uh, with a song that, you know, the folks probably weren't used to hearing because it, it wasn't a part of our intro, <laughs> our musical selection that you produced. <laughs> uh, but, you know, on March 31st, 2019, we we, we lost a real one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we just wanted to celebrate uh, Mr. Nipsey Hussle and, um, you know, I told you, Chris, I don't know too much about him. You know, I won't say I was a, a diehard fan. You know, I dig, uh, I did dig, or I do dig, you know, his album, Victory Lap. Um, I think it's a great body of work. Um, and overall, you know, I was watching one of his uh, interviews that he did on The Breakfast Club last year. Mm-hmm. And any of his interview, he just has this spirit about him that I think um, so many people have connected to. And it's, it's so beautiful. And, you know, I really. It's kind of crazy because me and Marquise was talking, you know, when it happened, he called me crying. He mm. called me in FaceTime and um, he crying and I'm like, boy, stop playing. What's wrong with you? You know, I'm 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 sounding real mommerish. What what what? Stop playing games. And he was like, "No, mom, Nipsey died." And I was like, "What?" And he was really he was really hurt. He was really hurt. And I had a conversation with somebody yesterday who say right now they just 
they feel off, like their spirit don't feel right. And it's, I don't want to say it's crazy, but it's amazing how his death has impacted so many people, you know? And um, I just think it's, 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 it's an unfortunate situation. I really do. He was a good dude, man. I had doing some great things and not only through his music, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, the change, the positive change that he was making in his community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what really hits people hard the most is that he was a good dude. You know? It's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, I um, am, I'm not familiar with his discography. Mm-hmm. Um, and his music and stuff like that but I'm familiar with the work that he's been doing as a fellow entrepreneur I definitely follow you know this work that he was doing in his neighborhood and his community I actually have several very close friends here in Atlanta from the Compton area oh, wow. so, so they're very familiar with you know and they shared all the stories you know before and after his untimely demise um, but definitely keeping up with him on social media and all the moves that he was making within his community. And he, he made, um, entrepreneurship a real life hustle. Come on. Yeah. Like he, 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 he made that a namesake. I mean, his namesake was Nipsey Hussle and he was truly about that life. Sure. Was. And, and to see, you know, like you said, the transformative work that he made in his being, right, going from what I would call a boy to a man. And I want that message to be understood and very clear for any young man out there in the world right now, specifically young men of color, mm-hmm. um, that you don't have to be a product of your environment. Yeah. You know, this is why you had me on your first podcast with, with well, my first podcast uh, with you back on from boys to men yeah uh, yeah back last last August talking about this very same thing of making that transition from boyhood to manhood and I want it to be specifically clear like I don't care what anybody else says young black men are the most undervalued and unprotected resource you're talking right you're talking right you know, I'm having conversations with all different kinds of people, talking about all different kinds of things. And definitely, I had a very distinctive conversation with someone last week about starting a podcast, and we got into it, and we got into a debate. And the person used a, a, a terminology that I was not familiar with. This person said that she was a a um, a, a triple minority. Hmm? It, I, you, right, I'd never heard that before, right? <laughs> <laughs> I said a triple minority. God come damn. on, come on. Speak about I being, it. I thought I thought being a minority was bad, and and, and, and she said she was a triple minority. Come and I on. asked her. I said, "What does that mean?" She said, "Okay, that means I'm 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 a gay black woman." Wow. And I was just, I was I was like I couldn't under, I couldn't. I, I mean, wow. I got what she was saying. I got what she was saying. Right. Um. And I and I'm not here to compare pain. Right. That's not that's not what I'm mm-hmm, going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not where I'm taking this conversation. But what I want to t- make understood about this particular conversation is. We have to start seeing ourselves as individuals mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of value. Yes. 
and you can't make the moves that Nipsey was making if you don't see yourself as valuable. That's a true statement, though. Yes. <laughs> and when this young mm. woman said that, you know, I had to back her up. I said, "Listen, I don't, I, I don't, I never really wanted to tell anybody when they say something wrong." I said, "But be careful what you're saying to yourself." Mm. Yeah. Be- because you are casting a spell on yourself. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. say that I am a triple minority, I say, so that means you are three times less valuable than wow. a That's regular deep, person. Oh man, that is deep. Oh, it, it, it knocked me off my feet because she was very intelligent. I mean, I, I enjoyed the conversation. I really did. But, and I think it just really knocked me off my feet while well, I was already sitting down. So knocked me <laughs> off my ass. <laughs> When she when she said what she said, and I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, you already know how I feel about that word minority. I have never, nor will I ever be a minority. Yeah, ever. And if we ever really want to talk about where that word and that terminology comes from, from a racial and an ethnic, you know, epithet, really, white people are a minority. Mm, mm. <laughs> when we want to talk Speak about statistics it. in the world, like white people are. The minority when we talk about world demographics so we need to link back to our roots and really know what we stand in this thing and again that going going back to knowing yourself and loving yourself and valuing yourself and i want to get back to you what i was about to say about nipsey but again what i'm saying is for him to make the transformation that he did he had to not only see value in himself he had to see that same value in his fellow man and he had to see yeah. that same value in his community yes he did yeah 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 and And, you know what's what's what i applaud him on is it's a lot of rappers who you know talk about doing certain things and don't never do them you know what i'm saying but this man was actually out here doing the damn thing or not even not even don't do them but to do them at scale he was doing this at scale he was not throwing a couple dollars here and there making an appearance here and there and again i don't want to diminish anybody from doing anything charitable yeah, yeah. Right. A little bit does go a long way. So I don't want to diminish mm-hmm. anybody doing anything from a charitable standpoint. But what I'm saying is I want to get back to talking about the value in oneself. Yeah. You want to see the change in the world, guess what? You got to be the change that you want to see in the world. You better say that thing. Yeah. And he was absolutely that. And and what I wanted to say about the undervalued and un, most unprotected resource on this planet is the young black man. And I'm speaking from experience because at one point I was a young black man. You're still a young black man. Yeah, I, appreciate young, you. anyway. I, I, pre- I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not in my twenties and I'm not in my thirties. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not man. saying, I'm not saying that I'm out the pasture. That's not what I'm saying, but, okay. but I know what it is to be young, black and twenty. Young girl. I know what it is to be young, black, and 20. I know what it is to be young, black, and 30. I know what it is to be young, black, and 20 with a college education, and you still can't find a job. Mm-mm. Mm. So yeah. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second, if I may, on the Truth Moment podcast. Come on, do your thing, my friend. Wednesday Groove. I am not, not no, again, I am not defending what this man did to take out his aggressions towards Nipsey Hussle. Right. I'm not going to do that. But what I'm going to say is I understand his pain. 
and we got to start taking some mm-hmm. real moves mm-hmm. to help these young men deal with this pain. Yeah. Because I, I know a lot of guys who get out there in that quote unquote life and really ain't about that life and what they got to do to to because now they got jammed up and what they start doing is they start running their mouth. Mm. And really yeah. we all know that that's not that's not the move and that's what happened with that situation. Brother got out there, started running his mouth, and then he ran up thinking Nip was going to receive him with open arms and he did not, which I can understand that as well. Because again, mm-hmm. again, if you really out there and, and you really about that life, that yo, you, that's a whole different, you got to move a totally different way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I had so much, I had so much respect for the streets that I never played in them. Okay. <laughs> that's how much <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm, I'm from, I'm from the hood. I'm from the streets. But I was never in the streets because I did respect the streets. I respected the streets enough to stay my ass out of them. That's how much I respected them. Yeah, yeah, because they ain't for everybody. It's not, and I knew it wasn't for me. <laughs> I knew that. I, I didn't have to taste it. I didn't have to feel it. I didn't have to see it. I didn't have to sniff it. I knew yeah, it wasn't yeah. for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I want to say that. But again, I'm saying that for these guys to feel like they got to get out there to be a part of that life That's to, a good to, point, to find value, you're wrong. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I won't. I don't. I don't want any young black man in the streets. I don't want any man, any young black man, to feel like that's the route that he has to take to 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 bring value into his world. But I understand because when you don't grow up with much, let alone nothing, you already feel like there's not so many moves that you can make. So yeah. a lot of young brothers go that route, and uh, and the most unfortunate thing is they sacrifice and they mortgage their entire existence. Mm. when they do that and that's so unfortunate because I'm only making it a point to say that I'm 42, Nipsey was 33, Tupac was 25 Mm. now think about what you was doing at 25 years old Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the life that you lived from the moment that you were 25 up until this current day when we're talking on this podcast, I know how much life that I lived from 25 to 42 and I know how much life I lived from 33 to 42. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. You got to stop playing with this time. You talking right now. You talking I didn't right I now. didn't mean to preach. I'm back. I'm I'm chilling. I'm I'm, I'm powering listen, down. Listen. I'm powering uh, down. Pod, pod, pod. <laughs> you know we don't mind at all. You know what I'm saying? I said I was going to be cool. No, no. Be you. Okay? <laughs> if you're going to be into thing, be you. I appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate it. No, but you, you really brought up some really good points. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, like I said, it's just really, it's an unfortunate situation. Absolutely. It, Absolutely. It, and, and, I, and I hate it. I hate because I, I, I have experienced this from a familial standpoint. You know, I've had a family member, you know, several family members uh, be gunned down. Mm. And that's is is is, and this Nipsey Hustle thing struck a nerve with me two different ways, and I'll I'll share that mm-hmm. with you, and then I definitely want to hear your thoughts on it. The first wave, when I heard the news about Nip, reminded me of my cousin Corey. Uh, my cousin Corey Donaldson was shot down and murdered in gun violence back in October of two thousand eleven. And I remember that like it was yesterday. And Mm. Corey and I grew up together. We were very close. Um, We're the same age. And 
I remember getting that news. Now I was here in Atlanta at the time, but and he was in Sanford, and I remember hearing that for the first time, and it, it was such an empty feeling that I had. Mm, mm. It was such an emptiness to that feeling because you can't, your mind can't really process that kind of right. shock at that point in time. And the second wave that I felt when I heard the news about Nipsey, it, I, it's, which I can understand. Um, uh, you said it was uh, Marquise who called you crying about it. Mm-hmm. I can understand yeah. that because we got to take it back to when we heard the news about Tupac. Yeah, we talked about that too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like Nipsey was to these kids like Tupac was for us. Mm-hmm. And Biggie. Uh, yeah. I don't know about Biggie. On, I mean, Biggie was important. Big. Biggie was important, but I'm saying Nipsey was to them as Tupac on was to level. us yeah. uh, because of the political statements and the political stance that Tupac took. You know, yeah. in in that world, like Biggie was an entertainer, sure, and he was a great rapper, sure. Um, but he wasn't. Biggie, he wasn't. He was, he, yeah, work. he wasn't political like that. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yes, the news about Biggie had an impact on me, but not to the level that Tupac did. And I would imagine, you know, I would imagine that um, this may have this may have been how the folks felt back in, in the 60s when Martin Luther King and Malcolm X got shot. Yeah, on that level. Because yeah. they were young, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they were in their young, uh, late, late 30s, mid to late 30s, when they got gunned down. And, yeah. and this is what I'm saying about being a young Black male in this country think about the names i just dropped these are prominent figures i'm talking about malcolm x martin luther king yeah. tupac shakur and nipsey hustle yeah mm. am i putting these guys on the same level no but what i'm saying is why is this still happening when we talk about people who were getting gunned down in the 60s and we talking about people who getting gunned down in 2019 2019 it's crazy out here, man. It it really is. And <laughs> mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, it's 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 a bit much. It is. And I think that when it comes to Nipsey that, you know, I think it affects people the way that it has affected and still is affecting is because of not only the person he was, but what he stood for. Well, he was the people's champ. Yeah, yeah. And when you're a champion of the people, again, I can drop more more names. When you're you you're a champion of the people, you know, Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. was a champion of the people. Malcolm X was a champion of the people. Martin Luther King was a champion of the people. Tupac Shakur was a champion of the people. Nipsey Hussle was a champion of the people. And what I mean by that, the, the, these are people who have made it to a certain degree of success and prominence who actually had the audacity to look back and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, get, and build a bridge and, and come back to the neighborhoods and come back to the communities to yeah. uplift people, to tell them that here's, here's the blueprint. Here's how I made it out. I mean, honestly, Mika, this is and what you, you can too. You, this is what you're doing with truth moment podcast. Mm. Mm. You're saying I'm going through the same things you are going through and here's how I'm making it through and I'm building a community. Yeah, man. Oh, Chris. Now, some of us <laughs> got to build a bridge as we cross it, but we building the bridge nonetheless. Right. Mm. I said I'm going to stop. I'm I'm, I'm going to power down. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Keep that same energy. You feel me? Oh, you good. 
you good because you know what you on here talking right pod father you know somebody listening is like you better say that <laughs> as you would say pass a collection please. like they used to do come on yeah man mm, 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 mm. well listen people you know you are more than welcome to share with us your thoughts, your views, your opinions uh, by emailing. You know, I give y'all that email address all the time. You know, I, I really would like for you to really use that thing. Hit us up. So, for real. Because um, we, we know that you talk to the radio, okay? Or wherever you listen to the, the Wednesday Groove at, we know you, you're talking out loud. You're saying things out loud. Why not just type them things on that? You know what I'm going to do? Come on, what you gonna do? I'm gonna lift this thing to the level of the Breakfast Club, and that's when everybody gonna be calling in, and I'm gonna be like, "No, not you." <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get this thing up there, man. We, we about come to, on, we, I can dig yeah, it. Yeah, we about to be out here. Yeah, I'm I tired. Can. I'm tired of playing with them. Come on, come on. Tired of playing games, huh? Tired of playing. Like what? 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 Girl, Erica Badu say, "Times are wasted." Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired. We have to do something. When I look at your son, when I look at my cousins, when I look at my nephews, when I look at my younger brother, it's it's I it's it's heartbreaking to me because mm-hmm. I see these young men and they have value. Yeah, yeah, they do. They have value, they have purpose. Mm-hmm. God damn it, they have a right to live. Yeah. Amen. They have a right to live. Mm-mm. I'm gonna tell you, it's scary as a mother now. I can imagine. It's, it's scary, even for my baby to just be driving home, driving to and from work. You know what I'm saying? And it makes me feel good because of the type of relationship that we have when he'll call me on his lunch break, FaceTime me on his lunch break, um, call and talk to me, you know, on his ride home, you know, and just to know that he's good, you know, it's it's because there's so many things that are happening, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's I just as I pray for all three of my babies, I pray every God every day that God continues to protect them, to keep them, to keep them covered, protect them from hurt, harm, and danger because there's so much that is going on, man. And it's scary. It's scary, man. You know, my heart really goes out to Nipsey's family. Um, I know his family is, is taking it hard, you know, uh, Lauren London, you know, he, he left behind two kids with three kids. I think him and Lauren had two together and then he had a daughter before her. Mm. Um, and you know, from social media and pictures I've seen, looks like he was a really good father, very involved. I'm sure. I'm sure. Cause I don't, I that would find that hard to believe that you would be that active in the community and not and don't have act. a relationship with your oh my gosh like I, I i know black twitter would have tore him up if that was okay. the case like we, <laughs> we 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 don't we don't like this and speaking of hypocrites i came across the shocking information um regarding kodak black making comments re- mm-hmm. you know regarding hollering at lauren london Please fill me in on this because I, I, I really don't sure. know too much of what's going sure. on in the dark. Sure. So Kodak Black was filmed. Um, a video was released about him 
saying how he wanted to shoot his shot at Lauren London, but he was going to give her time. I'm going to give her a year is what he said. Mm-mm. And then I'm going to shoot my shot because she going to be out here, you know, having me living right and stuff like that. Now, I got two two different stance on that, right? Wow. Because I heard what he said. And people are saying it's disrespectful, it's this and this and this. What I again? I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a cut from a different cloth. What he he didn't really say anything disrespectful. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't call out her name. He didn't defame Nipsey. He didn't say anything degrading. Now I think why people are saying is disrespectful because it's still fresh. Because it's still it's fresh, and their fe- yeah. their feelings are still like which that people still in mourning. Which I get. I get that. Mm-hmm. But my 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 second stance on that is, I'm like, who are you around that would film that and then release that? Come on now, because we real. all know we got to stop playing this game. Like we don't have a public face and a private face. We all got two faces. <laughs> we do. I say oh. a ton of shit in this house that I would say in people's <laughs> face. I would be a bold-faced lie if I did if I didn't if I said, "Oh, well, I tell it." All. No, I don't. No, why? Because I understand the cost, right, right? Of doing that, yeah. And everything is not made for public consumption. It's not. But you know that that's the times that we live in when it comes to social media. You know what I'm saying? It's sure, like sure. Sure. And then the backlash that I heard from T.I. and the game, those two specifically. Now, Tank had something to say, which was much more of a mature rebuttal to Kodak Black's comments. But mm-hmm. what T.I. and the game, th- this is where this is where I'm saying that we get... Well, Tank is a different type of dude. He, anyway. he, well, he's, yeah, absolutely. I can say that he's mature. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is, I, again, I get the fact that you know, T.I. had a relationship with Lauren London in the sense that they were on ATL together. Come on, yeah. So I understand that. So I understand that. And I understand that the game had a relationship with Nip because they both from L.A. And I, got, mm-hmm. I got, So I get all the, the six degrees. I get all of that. But here's what I'm going to also say. We need to learn it as adults. Right? We're going to say hashtag adulting. We need to learn Yes. That we cannot <laughs> afford to respond to childlike behavior with childlike retorts. You got to come on with that thing, Father. You do not raise a child by getting on the same level with the child. We need to see that because in Parenting 101, that shit don't work. That dog don't hunt and that bird can't fly. We, I, I, I see this time. all the time where these parents are trying to negotiate with a child. Yeah, yeah, it happens now. And I'm like, that is absolutely ridiculous. When the child is coming home with mortgage money, car payment money, then let's have a conversation. Then then we can say, okay, now we negotiate because you got something you got something to negotiate with. Come on, that's a good point, though. But uh, let me let me finish this, and I'm gonna give give it to you. When when I saw the when I saw the rebuttals from Ti and the game, I was distraught because I don't listen to Kodak Black at all. Mm-hmm. I only know him through, so no of him, I should say, through social media. Would I, When I heard what he said, I wasn't really bothered, I wasn't really moved, I wasn't really motivated, motivated to say, make a comment, but when I heard what they said, the violence, mm. and first and foremost, I want to say, they can't do that. 
point one, they don't talk mad shit about other people's baby mamas. Come on now. So they can't do that. It like it is. <laughs> Part two. When are we going to learn that you cannot meet violence with violence? Yes. You do not go to that man the way that you went at him on social media to call him out. If you really own some partner stuff, you holler at him. You hit his line. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Mika, we have not always seen eye to eye. You hit my line and we work it out. Amen. Mm-hmm. And guess mm-hmm. what? And, and, and we still podcasting together. Here we go. Here we are. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Why you got me so worked up? It's too late. <laughs> yes, man. You talking right, though. Oof. You talking right. I'm glad I wasn't on no wine. I know the Lord knows I'll be all over the place Ooh, right now. Mm-mm. You won you, you you ain't uh loose on that on that on that juice. That that's probably the yeah, the, the juice ain't loose. <laughs> <laughs> but the gas is free. Good. Come on. Yes. Well, I tell you what we about to do. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come on back. And, uh, you know, Wednesday Groove has been, it's been moving and grooving this episode. You know, um, the vibes have been, listen. We on fire. Come on, man. <laughs> but I definitely need come a break on, so I can take a lap and calm myself on down. Simmer on down. <laughs> no, you ain't got to simmer down. I told you to be you now. <laughs> I'm always be that. If I ain't going to be nothing else, I'm going to be me. Yes, man. So we're going to take a quick break. Folks, if you need to get your refill on anything, uh, if you need to take a quick bathroom break. Chris, you good over there? You need to? I'm I'm holding on. Okay, I, I might need to take me a quick break here. <laughs> I can't can't get no refill because this is all I'm working with here. Uh, but yeah, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come on back and, and, and finish this damn thing here. Hey. Kodak Black, you out of pocket. Fix that quickly, expeditiously, nigga. You out of pocket. Ain't nobody else gonna say it, nigga. I done said it to you. If I see you, I'ma say it in your face. Out of pocket. Get your self together. Alrighty, folks. Just in case you had no idea or you forgot or, or didn't know or wasn't aware, this is Wednesday Groove, and you are joined. Uh, by Mika Joy, the voice behind the truth, with my co-host, Mr. Who. See, Will Holler, a.k.a. the Podfather. That's who we are, goddammit. That's, that's, that's us. <laughs> okay? We're here giving you Wednesday Groove. Okay? Wednesday Groove, it falls up under that truth moment umbrella. Okay? I think some people might get it a little confused, Chris. I don't know. Trying to figure out, okay, what is Wednesday Groove, and is that a separate podcast? Is that the same podcast? You know, I think people might get a little confused. So if you are listening and you were confused, let me just clear it up for you, okay? (laughs) You are listening to the Truth Moment podcast, okay? But Wednesday Groove is separate, but not separate, if, if that makes sense. Wednesday Groove is attached to Truth Moment. Okay, it, just, it, just it, like... it, it does not matter. Keep making these positive conversations and these good vibrations. These people gonna listen you. to it. I feel you, but I just want to clear that up because I think it, it may get a little confusing to some people. 
you know, especially when you're posting on social media, and they're like, oh, wait a minute. I mean, do she got more than one podcast or what? Yes. You know, so Wednesday Groove is attached to the truth moment, okay? Wednesday Groove is what I do with my partner in crime, my pod brother, okay? Hashtag pod family. <laughs> Chris Williams, okay? <laughs> and it's just us giving you positive conversations and good vibrations every other Wednesday. That's all. Okay? You got it? Good. I, I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah, I hope so too. But uh yeah, I'm 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 straight. I went and tinkled on our break and I actually lit another incense because I didn't even realize my incense had it's behind me, so I couldn't see it, but it, it went out a long time ago. <laughs> so I lit another incense and uh yeah, yeah. So um, you know, we got I, I knew that we were gonna touch on Nipsey. Uh, because it, it was only right, but I didn't know that we was going to ride that conversation on out the way we did, but it was a good thing though. You know what I'm saying? I definitely feel like our conversation um, flowed um, with where a lot of people are right now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Their, their thoughts and views on, on his death. So yeah. yeah. Well, it's still very fresh. It is. It is. It is. The funeral hasn't happened yet, right? It's it's it has not. Is it this weekend? I don't know the exact date. But I know I, it is. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. So we'll just say, you know, rest in peace. Some people say rest in heaven, you know. Uh we gonna miss you, Nipsey. Beautiful spirit, man. Yeah. Spirit. And I actually have made a comment. Never be another. And I made a comment on social media and some people took this the wrong way and I really don't care. Come on, at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really don't care. But because um, I did make the comment of I'm really tired that we keep we keep laying these good brothers down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, the person made the comment because I said, and I quote, um, matter of fact, let me take it to the tail of the tape so I, Come can, on. I can tell you what I said. Word for word. Word for word. Verbatim. <laughs> um, you know, actually, I might have deleted it. Mm. Basically, I just said, I'm tired of the real ones getting killed. I saw that. And like why like why like is why don't we take out some of these lames? And mm. somebody actually made a rebuttal to what I said. And I was like, well, why does anyone have to die? And I say, but yet yeah, people keep dying. Yeah. Like I'm not for people dying. But if we gonna clean it up. Come on now. You know, if we gonna if we're gonna do this thing, let's go ahead and clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I said at the beginning of um, today's episode, you know, I'm trying to pull the positives out of every situation. And, you know, I I do this with the kids too. Okay, so what positive can we take from this? You know, um, so when it comes to Nipsey and his death, we have to ask ourselves, what positive can we take from his death? I think the positive 
because to your point, truth, truth, right? Everything has an opposite, an equal and opposite reaction. So if we perceive things as a negative, there is a positive, regardless mm-hmm. of the situation or mm-hmm. circumstance. I can dig it. I would say the positive that I want to take from it is, and this actually, again, this situation caused me a reaction to reach out to my brothers and let mm. every, each and every one of them know, hey, not only do I love you, but we need to put some time on new books to see each other in person. I can dig that down now. Yeah. We need, we need, social media ain't going to get it done. A text is good. I get it. You know, all phone calls, it, it, it's there. better. Cool. But a, like they said, social media contact is good. Text message is it, it, better. A call is good. But the best is, is, is where we can see and touch each other. Mm-hmm. Getting, Being getting in one another's company because it's something different when I can hear your laughter. Yeah, the vibe and energy is different. So different, so different. Yeah, yeah. And we need to be in each other's good company. I, I'm with you on that one, my brother. Yeah, you're talking right. My my positive that I would take from um, his death is um, never give up on you. Facts. I love that. Keep fighting for what you believe in, and if you believe in yourself, then show that. That's what I. That's what I would take. Follow your spirit, and uh, make moves according to how you want to make moves. You know that that would, would be that would be the positive I would I would take because he definitely proved he definitely set an example and say hey look. If I can go from this to that, but I'm still me. Facts. You can too. If you have goals, if you have dreams, if you have things that you want to accomplish, you can do that. I received that. That's a, that's that's a that's a great message. Come on now, you got your hands up over there now. I don't, but <laughs> I receive it. <laughs> yeah, man. I received so, yeah. differently. We're going to wrap up our conversation about Nipsey, but I'll just say, you know, in closing that, um, you know, I, I uh, send prayers up to his family, um, to his kids, uh, to his girlfriend slash fiance, uh, Lauren London. And I just pray that God continues to um, be with them and, and to work on them, you know, because I know it's tough. I know mm-hmm. it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we did not share our gratitude moment. And I'm going to let you take this week first. I'm going to let you take the wheel first on this one here. What are you <laughs> grateful for on this episode of Wednesday Brew? I'm grateful for a right mind. Mm. I'm grateful for the opportunity to. Hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. that, and, that, and and that's what I mean for a right mind. Um, as they say, all well laid plans don't always get you laid the way you plan. And, Come on, now, I never heard that one. Now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and and when you out here uh, making moves and whatnot, and things may not break the way you want them to break. Take your licking and keep on ticking and just have a right mind to know if this doesn't work, 
I'm going to work it until it works. But just having the right mind to give yourself, you know, time and ability to to move from it Mm, 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 and not beat yourself up over it. I can dig that all that down. You know, I almost posted that on Facebook this morning about asking who else was grateful that they woke up in their right mind. I definitely feel like that's something that uh, we as people take for granted Mm -hmm. every day that we get up, waking up in our right mind. Because listen, (laughs) once you lose your mind, you can't get that. You can't get it back. Facts. You can't. You that's just that's something you can never get back. Okay, and the medication none gonna get you back to that place of of being in your right mind. And um, you know, I guess for me, it it hit me the way that it did is is because you know when you out here, what you what you said earlier, hashtag adulting. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, you go through so much. You go through so much and to wake up every day in your right mind is a blessing. If you go throughout the rest the, the entire day not being grateful for anything, you need to be grateful for waking up in your right mind. Because you didn't have to. You know? Uh, but I am grateful for this morning. Not this morning. I actually wrote it this morning. Maybe that's where I was going with that in my gratitude journal. um, And you spoke about this earlier is trusting the process. I think for me, being able to be grateful in the process is one of those things that helps keep me going through Mm -hmm. the process. I'm talking about, you know, you may start out, you know, in the process, Walking, talking. Oh, you hear that? I do. I'm like a cat getting his ass talk up. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know if that was coming from your mouth or your nose. Oh, I didn't know what no. that was. It's outside. Oh my god! I hate hearing stuff like that. Oh god, Lord! I'm gonna just send one up for the cat or whatever that was. It sounded like a cat. Or do y'all have a cat? No, but you know what? You know how it is, and yeah, yeah well, I, I don't want to say do. black. I'm, well, I'm yeah, gonna I, say. No, I, yeah, but, 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 you good? You you could you know how it is, and I fill in the blank. Yep, I know how it is. Yeah, you know how it is in these neighborhoods. You know, you got all kind of strays and things just just you know running wild. We call them neighborhood pets. There it is. Community pets. To, yeah, they don't belong to nobody, but they, they belong to the them. hood. There it is, and. uh yeah, no, we don't have one. No, but that was the neighborhood cat sound like out there. Oh, Lord. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh um, you know, as I was saying, we, we start out in our process, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you know, we, we, we didn't we didn't tie the Nikes tight. Some of us may be out here walking in Timberlands. You know what I'm saying? We just out here just moving and grooving. But as you're going through that process, you get knocked down a few times. You may even find yourself crawling down in the dirt. 
you know, but at the end of the day, no matter where you are on your journey, on your walk, you have to trust the process. And I'm so grateful that I am in this place of being able to be grateful for this process because I don't care. Can't nobody tell me this process wasn't necessary and needed for me to go through. I don't care what nobody say or what anybody thinks. Everything that I have gone through was meant to happen. It's a part of my process. But I'm going to tell you what gets me through. (laughs) God, brother. (laughs) I'm all ears. Is feeling and knowing that something so much greater is on the other side. But it's a process. So that's what just knowing that gives me that motivation I need to say, hey, look, sis, <laughs> I know what it looked like. I know what it feels like. But we're going to keep this thing going. Because if you've made it this far, oh, come on. You can make it through. You you, <laughs> you can continue to keep traveling. So I'm, You know what I like to say? Come on. What you like to say now? You have survived 100% of your worst days. That's what you say. Yeah, I do believe that. And when you know that and believe that, when stuff hits you, it's like, okay. You start processing that thing a little differently. Your thoughts and and your views on it is a little different. I told Kayla today, you know, I used to be a water baby. I used to cry about everything. And I never cried in front of them. I never let them see that side of me. And to see where I am right now, you know, things happen. And it's like, okay, what positive can I take out of this? And we're going to keep it moving. What was the lesson that needed to be learned? How can I apply it? And I'm going to keep moving. So I am grateful for being able to be in a space and in a place of trusting the process. Yes. Well, I don't, I don't want to get too deep on that. Wow. Because <laughs> you know how we get to talking now. Um, so the rundown, I mean, we've already kind of spoke on, you know, what's happening in social media, you know, with you bringing up uh, Mr. Kodak. Well, I wanted to give a special shout out to what you got? a former NBA player of the NBA. Um, well, no, no, I'm saying former NBA player of the NBA. He still plays for the NBA. He actually plays for the Utah Jazz now, uh, Kyle Culver. Mm-hmm. Kyle Culver wrote a piece that I had an opportunity to read, and I'm going to send it to you. Um, he wrote a piece called Privilege. Kyle Culver used to play for the Atlanta Hawks. He's now playing for the Utah Jazz. He actually used to play for Cleveland with LeBron James and won a championship with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Um, this piece uh, called Privilege by Kyle Culver because he's a white NBA player. He talks about an incident that happened to a former team. Oh, I keep saying former teammate. Their teammates, they were teammates here in Atlanta, and now they're teammates in, in, in Utah playing for the Utah Jazz. Thabo Cephalosha suffered a leg injury by the New York Police Department, slamming him on the ground, breaking his leg, thus ending his season. And they were in the midst of a playoff push. This was back in, I want to say this was like three or four years ago, back when they were playing here in Atlanta. Um, And this piece, basically, Kyle Corver talks about his privilege. Hmm. His privilege of being a white male 
in America mm. and how he really start started to understand what that meant and how he needed to be more of an advocate for marginalized wow. people. And I'm, I, I just want to read a quote on how gripping and powerful this story was. And I actually posted it on my Facebook page if you want to see it. Okay. Um, Kyle Corver said, it's about responsibility. It's about understanding that when we've said the word equality for generations, what we're really meant is equality for a certain group of people. It's about understanding that when we've said the word inequality for generations, what we've really meant to say is slavery and its aftermath, which is still being felt to this day. It's about understanding on a fundamental level that black people and white people, they still have it different in America and that those differences come from an ugly history, not some random divide. When he said that, um, Hey, what, what, Hey, what's his brother? What, what was his name? Kyle Corver. Come on, uh, Mr. Clover. Corver. Culver. Yes. No worries. <laughs> when he said that it's not Woo! from some random divide, because this is what I mean about you got to be careful about the words that people use. You know, I'm big yeah. on semantics when they talk mm -hmm. about equality, inequality, privilege, non-privilege. That's a very sexy way to talk about someone's existence in this country. Yeah. Man. And the dangers that come with existing in this country when you are of a certain demographic. Mm. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. It's a really good read, and I hope you get a chance to take a look at it. Yeah, I sure will. I sure will. Now you know, um, you know, I don't, I don't know much about sports. I don't follow sports. So as you were speaking, I couldn't even put a face with the name. Uh, he, but I'm gonna definitely check that out because listen, he 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 talking some truth. He he's a he's a white dude who people say he looks like Aston Kutcher. He actually played with a lot of good people. He played with Allen Iverson for the 76ers. He played with LeBron James. And, mm. and now he's out there uh, playing um, in, in Utah. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to check that out, though. Yeah. It's worth checking out. I mean, it, anything that's, that's, that, you know. Because you haven't, uh, you really, truth. you really don't have a lot of white men speaking up on stuff like this. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I mean, you have some, and I'm not going to say you don't. You do. Not many. But you don't have a lot. You don't have enough. I'm not even going to say not many. You don't have enough. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Enough and many, you know, uh, carry two different weights. Yeah, yeah. Because I think people yeah. th people think you need many to get things done. You really don't need many to get things done. You do need enough. And what I mean by enough is you need enough people to say enough. You need enough people to say Ooh. that we can't continue with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is. We can't continue this pathway. Now, what I'm saying when people people hear you talk about uh, privilege, it's like, and and I'm I'm gonna speak on that too because as a black male in this country, I do have certain privileges, and I, I've spoken about that. Mm -hmm. Every person on this planet, at some level or another, whether they want to agree with it or not, has a privilege. Now, I'm saying some people have more privilege than others. Yes. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. privilege is equal, and that's what I like. What I like when he said when he talks about equality. See, we we there's a, again that's another word that people just hide. I don't want equality. I want equity. Mmm, mmm. Come on. Ooh. 
because I don't have an equal. There's not another Chris Ooh. Williams on this planet, so I don't want equality. You own one tonight, my brother. I respect your differences, and please respect yeah. mine. That's equity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Yes, sir. You talking right tonight. <laughs> you must have got a lot of water in your system today. I don't know. <laughs> Full of piss and vinegar, I guess. I don't know. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm tired of the foolishness, man. I'm tired. Yeah, man. I'm definitely going to check that out. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. That, that, that was definitely something uh, as far as the, our rundown segment goes that, because that ain't on no foolery. No, nah, not at all. That ain't on no shade room type. You know, that's nah. not saying well, that they, 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 the shade room always delivers foolery, but that's a real one now. That's that's a real rundown. Yes. Yeah. Mm. It, it, it's a hard conversation but I still feel it's a positive conversation. Yeah, it is. And not everybody can have that type of conversation either. Yes. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oof. Well, boy, we rolling tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> rolling. In the right key. Uh, ladies and gentlemen who have no idea. If if it first of all, wait, let me let me pause. Uh, if there are any first-time listeners in the building, how you doing? You know, Chris, we got some, we got some, I know we got some first-time visitors in the building, you know. Got to do like chat, you know, stand up and let us know where you're from. Uh, wouldn't that be cool to be able to kind of incorporate that? Remember how you spoke on them Breakfast Club vibes? Mm-hmm. Mm, that would be pretty dope. But anywho, uh, first-time visitors, if this is your first time pressing play, thank you for joining us. This is Wednesday Groove. Yes, and we know we you, we know you'll be back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in the right key is when we take the time out to share what type of vibes uh, musically that we're on. What's kind of speaking to our our right now, or you know, just what we feeling. And uh, for me. On this Wednesday Groove episode, I'm going to take it back a little bit. Uh, what y'all know about Mary J. Blige? Just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to bump this in the club quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, you remember when, you, when we used to rock out at Roxy? <laughs> of course I do. On a, on a Friday night? Listen to me. Lit. Come on. Come on good time honey up in that thing not worried about not nothing no that's when clubbing was clubbing yeah and it'll never be clubbing again not like that Uh uh-uh man we used to be in there having a good old time no cares in the world but uh yeah that that's that's my energy uh right now you know mary says uh no time for negative vibes because i'm winning <laughs> I ain't got time for it. I'm winning at you. You know what I'm saying? So that that song definitely speaks to my right now. Uh, it, it speaks to my spirit and it ministers to my spirit. If you never heard it, anybody listening, which if you've never heard it, I I, I don't know where you've been. That's a classic. Put it in your life and, and you'll see where I'm where I'm going with that one. Chris, what you got? Listen to me. 
I have a song title with three different artists. What? So the song title is called All Right. Okay. But the song title All Right is sung by three different artists. And those three different artists are All Right by Lettucey. Yes. All Right by D'Angelo. Uh-huh. And All Right by Kendrick Lamar. You know what? I, I didn't said it before. Use own one tonight. <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, I make up my own little playlist and I make word themed playlists. I'm weird like that, I guess. That ain't weird. That's creative. So on my playlist, I title it All Right. And I have All Right by Lettucey, All Right by D'Angelo, All Right by Kendrick Lamar, Everything's All Right by Stevie Wonder, Everything's mm-hmm. Gonna Be All Right by Al Green, Gonna Be All Right by Robert Glasper. Um, all right by John Legend. Be all right by Roger and Zap. Make it all right by Carl yeah. Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good old Carl Thomas. Where you at? What? And I'm all right by Kenny Loggins. Yes. But I brought we up Let Us See. Ourselves of that, though. Oh, listen. I, and that's why I made that playlist. Mm, mm. So it wasn't just hearing it from one person. I was hearing it from all the artists that I called out. You know what I'm saying? And like specifically Lettucey and D'Angelo and Kendrick Lamar. But the reason why Lettucey's came out because she came out with this album. Um, well, how long? How old is that album? This album came out in '07, and that album was. I don't know if many people listen to it, or if you. I know you're probably familiar with Lettucey. But this, I am. but the album Lost and Found came out in 07. This album, to me, was a very, very, very underappreciated but great album. Yeah, yeah, that's a true statement, though. And that song, all right, she has a hook in the in the song that says, "Life can bring us through many changes. It's all right. Just don't give up. It's gonna be all right. People come and they go, and that's just the way it goes. Everything is everything, and it's all right." It's all right. I love that song. I had to close my eyes as she was. <laughs> oh, child, I had, I had, I had to just feel it for a minute. Mm. At the end of the day, it's all right. Somebody needed that, Chris. I know I did. I, I just, I just <laughs> felt that. I just felt that somebody needed what you just said. All of what you just said. Somebody needed that energy. Mm. And whoever is listening, uh, I hope that you received that thing. That oh, that just ooh. That's what it's here for. Somebody needed that. Mm, 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 mm. This folks hurting out here. You hear me? <laughs> and what I think what we both appreciate about music, and and that's why I love that you came up with the segment in the right key is that music is healing to mm. the spirit. Music is healing to the soul. Of course. And music will change your whole mood. Of course. We're talking about vibrations and frequencies. That's what we're talking. And pure energy. Mm-hmm. So I keep, like, on deck, as a part of my spiritual survival kit, I keep a couple, I keep a couple songs, like, top of mind that I can go to when I'm not feeling too groovy. Come on, yeah. And and that song happened to come up. And like I said, I created a whole playlist with these songs on it. Yeah. And speaking of playlists, uh, 
ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be coming up with, with we, we we working on a little something now. We whipping up something in the kitchen on that playlist vibe. And that's all I'm going to say. Just just <laughs> be, on the, be on the lookout, okay? Keep your ears open and your eyes for those of you who are on social media because we got something coming for you, okay? Yeah, man. Well, we've reached the plug. And this is where we share what's up and coming, uh, what we're working on out here in these streets, and uh, what we want want you to know what, what we got going on, you know. So, Chris, what what you got going on? I'll be having artists working man podcasting. <laughs> Who hasn't really been working that hard in podcasting? I actually just needed to take a break. Which um, this is my first podcast in probably about two weeks. Um, I how was you about to say? Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I needed to take a hiatus. You know what I'm saying? You got to refuel the tank. You do. You know, you got to give it a moment. You got to get it. You got to give these things time to breathe. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Hell, you got to give yourself time to breathe at the same time. Yeah. But um, just finishing up the podcast with you. Hey. Uh, Wednesday Groove for April 10th. How you love that? And then I'll be working on another podcast, The Men's Show with a special guest i'm not going to say any names okay. um special guest and that i'll be recording that on april 14th which is sunday and hopefully we'll have that produced for monday hopefully hopefully i'm keeping my fingers crossed mine too <laughs> okay yeah okay good anything else that's it that's it. Okay, but that's enough. It it truly is. I'm learning to I'm I'm learning to pace these things out because I think you know the hardest working man in podcasting was working too hard. Come on, man. Yeah, but I I applaud you for taking that break and for you being able to identify and say, hey, look, yeah, I I need to step back a little bit. Absolutely, just a little bit. And get my thoughts together and get my vibe and my energy right. That's right. Because it ain't nothing like balance now. You know, we we got to have balance yeah i have a tendency to run to run run a little hot but as soon as i get there i don't go over the edge i bring it on down yeah yeah self-control facts yes okay cool well i'm looking forward uh to the new episode of uh the men's show appreciate it i'm i'm glad to see that you know you're still keeping that thing moving i chill you know, I, I think that it is a great show and it not only speaks to men, but it speaks to people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just excited for, for what you got coming for us. Mm-hmm. Well, thank so you. Congratulations for... on the new episode. Well, thank you for sticking around. Thank you for staying in there with us. Now you I'm going to do that. Okay. Hashtag pod family. Truth. I'm going to do that now. Truth. I appreciate it. Oh, man. Uh, well, for me, well, first, I want to give a quick shout out to a few folks. Uh, Brunch with the Boys podcast. Uh, I was a guest about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Uh, they reached out to me. I was a little shocked and I was like, okay, <laughs> I can, I can do this. You sure can. Um, yeah, man. So it was, it was a pretty cool experience. It's, it's three guys. Um, and they are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Again, that's Brunch with the Boys. And uh, the name of the episode 
that I was a guest on was Groom's Cake. Mm. Uh, so we talked about, you know, men's point of view when it comes to marriage, uh, wives, husbands, um, and they got my thoughts on how I feel. You know, one of the questions I got asked was why do women pretty much, why do women push marriage so much? And, you know, I just had to start off the conversation by saying my thoughts and views aren't probably what you might've thought or what would be like the typical, uh, you know, I, I, my thoughts and feelings on marriage is, is kind of all over the place and I don't think like I once thought so um, I think that kind of brought a whole new energy that's good uh, though yeah yeah because I'm not in this space of this whole fairy tale uh, marriage and I, I don't feel like it's crazy because I'm starting to feel like you don't have to be married to have a beautiful relationship with somebody you don't i mean we and we get caught we, we get caught in victimization of the predatory mm-hmm. industries that we have in this country that 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 promote and i'm i work in the media so i get to say this but really just had it, it, it's all a machine yeah yeah it's, it's really a machine when you go to europe they don't push marriage like that Mm -hmm. yeah man you know and I think society has taught us that you know these certain things you you got to have this 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 and this all these things got to be lined up in an order and when your life don't move like that then you send back you know feeling some type of way but you know what's crazy that the fact that you just said that some people check all those boxes and their life still is miserable you better say that thing (laughs) (laughs) You better say that so thing. So you better check your own damn boxes. Yeah, yeah. You're talking right, sir. A lot of folks got all them, like you said, mm-hmm. all, all them boxes checked. They got the, they got the, the, the car, the house, the job, the degrees, the, 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 the 2.5 kids, and come on, and and are looking for a way out. Ooh, ooh. And looking for a way out. Hmm. My, my, my. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, guys, definitely check that episode out. I was, um, I felt pretty good about being asked to be a guest on a totally different type of, you know, podcast. That was, that was pretty dope. Uh, but they've been, they've been major supporters. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Mr. B Love and India Marie. Listen, before you go any further, I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. <laughs> you see, I said a name right. I, right, right, right. Which when you, when you, when you say Miss India Ari, I was like, ooh. <laughs> you got it. I, I said, you know I was. You know oh I was. Oh, my Come God. On. But listen to Chris, me. Listen I to me. Horrible, listen man. to me. I like... knew, I knew, because I know you. Um, but I loved her energy and her response and her, right. her, her respect that she had. Um, listen, because she could have been stank the whole episode. <laughs> she could have been, but I don't think she would have because I never heard their podcast before. But I'm definitely gonna listen to it now just because you had them on and their energy. Like I, I, I'm pretty much like you. I have different perspectives on marriage, and mm-hmm. but I do love black love. Okay, it's and, a beautiful thing, and I love the fact that I they were truthful, they were transparent, they were honest. Yeah. Um. The dialogue. I. I. Lo- 
that was a great, 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 great episode. And oh, I applaud you. I commend you. And shout, shout, shout out to Mr. B-Love and Miss India Marie. Come on. <laughs> I want to say India Marie. <laughs> and shout, shout out to the executive producer. Okay. Yes. That's awesome. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm really glad that I did reach out to them, you know, and I started listening to them because they started following the truth moment and was liking posts on social media. I was like, she and I. So I hit I hit play one day and I'm telling you, I fell in love instantly. And um look at this. You 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 just extended your pod family. Come on, man. Isn't that crazy how that thing happened? You you can say it's crazy. I can say it's purposeful, but it it all works. Yeah, ma'am. But um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that I, I reached out and had him on. I told him that I'm I'm glad that I summoned in my spirit to say, girl, just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they either gonna say yes or no. I mean Facts. hey. So um yeah, I I wanted to show them some love and, and thank them for being on the truth moment. And um I really I really loved the the, the episode. I, I really did. And I can't wait to have them back on, man. They're good people. You know what I'm saying? They the the energy was like we were just sitting right next to one another. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, y'all, I mean, all y'all did a really good job. Um, and, and in terms of when, when I say someone does a good job on a podcast, I think people are like, oh, you did a good job. No, I'm gonna tell you specifically why y'all did a good job. A, the energy was high, the information was great, the dialogue was great, and the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I want to give a quick shout out to Brunch with the Boys and also uh, Mr. B-Love and India Marie of the She and I podcast. Y'all, please check those two podcasts out. Put them in your life. Uh, you won't regret it. Shout out uh, to all the black podcasters out there. Yes, there is a hashtag for that. Did you know that? We need to start using that. I use it sometimes. Podcasting black while black. black. I love it. Yeah, man. Some it's some it's some of us out here really doing some great things in the world of podcasting, man. For real, for real. Yes. Um, and I also have a new project that I'm working on uh for the truth moment. And I, I know what some of y'all thinking already, but God dog, you got Wednesday Groove, you got um what she said, you got boys and men. No yes, one, no, no one, no one thinks that. No one thinks that. So stop. Okay. And no one thinks that. You think that. No one thinks that. Okay. I'm yeah, gonna tell yeah. you when you when you're doing good work, people don't give a damn. Keep keep making them hits. Come on now. I received that thing. Master P was producing a CD after CD after damn CD, and I bought all of them. <laughs> and was thinking when the next one. Facts. When the next release. <laughs> Collect them things like they was doggone basketball cards. Come on now. Okay, I, I received that. But yeah, I guess I have had that thought. Uh, but yeah, we got something new coming to the truth moment. And it's called Lyric Lounge. Ooh. Okay, so the Lyric Lounge is a virtual poetry venue uh, that was created for self-expression and poetry in all forms. Okay, and this idea hit me, and like most of y'all know, when some hit me, you know, I'm I'm gone with it. 
I'm gone. Um, so I will not take credit for the name that was actually given by um, a guest that would be on the first episode of Lyric Lounge. Okay, so I'm still piecing that thing together. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Jason. Uh, he is going to be a guest. Um, That's amazing. I, I Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I love it. I like the way you're just going to slide that in there. I love it. Shout out to my oh, former co-host, my pod brother. Well, no, not, not that Jason. Oh, shame on me. Shame not, on it's me. okay. I was, Maybe I, I should have said no. Well, you know what? I should have known because you didn't say Jason Tyler the person. Okay. So, yeah, so but that's maybe my I fault. But, said... but, but shout out to that brother Jason. Yes, so don't, man. Don't, don't, He's don't awesome. Don't take that. Take that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, man. He's awesome. So the first lyric lounge. Um, I'm still piecing everything together, but uh, my goal is to deliver a couple of artists to you all in one episode. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be pretty dope, man. But you know, I dig poetry lounges. I actually have not been to one in a minute. I actually was questioning, did we even still have those type of spaces in Orlando? Cause I, I just really didn't know. But for me, where I am right now in life and at my age, I would much rather go to like a poetry lounge setup versus the club club. You know, if I want to step out one night. Um, so yeah, I'm bringing those vibes to the truth moment and, you know, I'm showcasing different artists, um, people who are out here, um, creating people who are out here, uh, not afraid to showcase who they are through self-expression. Yeah, man. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Lyric Lounge is coming. It's coming. It's coming. This month it's coming. Yes. So yeah, that that's that's what's going on over here in this camp. And uh I'm excited about all the new new, all the new new, all the old old. I I'm just excited about it all. Yeah. Well, Pod Brother, I guess that will bring us to the end of this week's Wednesday groove. Well, we grooving on Wednesday. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. We sure are. And this episode was some groovy. <laughs> Just like all of them, but this one here to me was a little bit more more groovier. Yeah, this took a, this was a different groove. It was, it was, but still yet nice. Facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that being said, beautiful people, we thank y'all. If hey, listen, if you listen to the whole episode. Cause this one here is a long one, a little longer than, than some of the other ones, but it's all good. If you took the time and you listened to the whole episode, or even if you had to chop this baby up and, and listen to it in sections, we appreciate you being here, rocking out with us and joining us for yet another episode of Wednesday Groove. Chris, you got anything for the people in closing? I do. While you're out here making a living, don't forget to live. Oh, and be nice. Oh, be nice. Hey, can you please repeat that? I had to. I had to come up close to the mic. Can you please repeat that? While you're out here making a living, don't forget to live. 
And that, my, my brothers and sisters, is a hashtag truth moment. <laughs> Don't forget to live. It happens. We do. All the time. We do. And don't even realize it. And then sit back and say, how did I get here? <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, we about to shut this thing down. Cause see, you you, you about to get me going on, on that there. Oh, we. What a way to close out the episode. Mm. Let me let me let me let me get you a high five, my brother, through the through the podcasting uh airwaves. Cause this this here was 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 all right. Yes. Listen, if you're digging this episode, if you're digging the vibes, the energy, please holler at us. If you listen to Wednesday Groove on Anchor Podcast, you are more than welcome to leave us. And I say us. <laughs> leave us a voice message. Okay? Um, email us at the truth moment podcast at gmail.com. Uh, leave a Apple review and while you're at it, rate and subscribe. Okay, so that you can get that notification in your life when a new episode of Wednesday Groove drops. We're here every other Wednesday, right, Chris? Amen. Yes, yes. So, y'all be blessed again. Thank y'all for rocking and rolling with us, and we'll talk to you all in two weeks. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life